0: I opened up to you on on our episode of The Truth about how I wanted to change my face. You know, it's, it's interesting how you and I kind of were driven towards the fact that we just wanted to pick and choose how we looked. I had made changes to my face that I can't reverse surgically because I was young and I had tangible money and I didn't think about it. hey guys i'm nikki and i'm gabby and we're the opposite twins and today we're gonna talk about something that if you look up our names on google or youtube it'll be like gabby dimartino nose job gabby dimartino face nikki react to gabby's face (laughs) nikki dimar face filler it's like It's searched. People know, you know, we've been online for a while and people have seen our vintage faces and people know how we look now. Oh my gosh. Like, I literally, our transformations have been documented online as well as growing up. So, not only did we get work done, but like we're aging too. So, people like compare like certain looks to different years and it's just all over the place. But hey, I'm glad you guys got to experience the phases with me and Nikki because I think it's really funny. You could, I could name a year and be like, remember, 2016 Nikki's face and my face like we had yeah (laughs) and evolving faces and I know that sounds really weird but me and Gabby are ready to be open books and talk about where it really comes from within us what we've done why we've done it and I want to start off by talking about how we got into this because I, I think a lot of people think it stemmed from oh they're on camera they're over worried about how they look Is that really where it was coming from when you started your journey of cosmetic procedures? Or are they right? Is that the hole you fell down? The stereotypical Hollywood filler face cosmetic pipeline? Well, I just want to say, I'm so glad we're doing this episode because as many people point fingers and go, the one, the fake twin, the plastic surgery twin, the one who changed your face. I've been more open about it, but I feel like this is Nikki's chance to finally be open for herself about her changes and modifications. I mean, I've definitely gone under the knife way more. Actually, Nikki never has her cosmetic. I've never gone under the knife. But Nikki definitely (laughs) has had her share of differences with her face as well. And I think it's going to be a very insightful episode because when you look at like the background of us and how we grew up and being twins, it plays a lot in the fact that we wanted to change up our faces so much. I actually think that we fell down the cosmetic procedure hole because we grew up as the same person. We were Nikki, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby Nikki, Nikki. The Nikki, twins. Nikki, Gabby, the Nikki twins, Gabby. The girls, the twins, oh, I don't the girls. like Gabby, so I'm not going to be Nikki's friend. Oh, I don't like Nikki, so or I'm like, not going to be Gabby's friend. Or like teachers would mix us up and you know, as a twin, people don't, people want to differentiate and people's shortcuts to differentiating twins is stereotyping them or combining them. It's like one extreme or the other. It's like labeling someone the fat twin, the skinny twin, the fake twin, the real twin, the smart twin, the dumb twin. That's something we've grown up dealing with. And that's a separate episode we have planned to talk about. But the one that we're going to touch on today is the one where people blended us together growing up. So we didn't feel like we had our own identities. So the second we realized, Oh, like we can dye our hair, we can change our faces w- without going under the knife. Cause for me, going under the knife has been a fear of mine. I am terrified of being out of control anesthesia. I, I won't go under the knife unless it's an, an essential surgery, but when I found out that you can alter your face without having to go under the knife, I got really excited about it because I wanted to look like Nikki. This was my chance to ask myself, what does Nikki look like? Who does she feel like inside? And how can we make that? How can we make that look the same externally instead of looking like the way I didn't choose to look when I was born, which was like somebody else, you know? Yeah. I will say like, I definitely, I don't know if Nikki can agree with this, but I personally have had so many identity issues and phases and eras. It's definitely very psychological. I feel like I've always wanted to be my own person and then that kind of just bled into different infatuations and looks and styles and the Ariana phase and you know the even the plastic surgery and I guess some twins love having someone that looks just like them and dress the same and embrace it. But maybe it's because that household was a lot better or healthier. But being in a household that we were in, I feel like we felt like we did not like being twins. I think, you know, there's that stereotype where, oh, you always have someone there. And I do have to admit that was great. Like, especially when we went through a lot of classmate problems we always had each other there's like my therapist just said this morning a lot of twins have poor mental health and self-esteem because there's something that's not really talked about and that's that the fight for your own identity and you share a birthday you share friends you share everything you look the same you're born into the world codependent sometimes parents rhyme their kids names that are twins like sandy and mandy i don't freaking know my god don't throw that trauma back into my head i mean I've never talked about how it started for me because it's really weird. I've always judged how it started for me. Um, but I have been open on my channel recently. Like I bring the camera with me on glow up trips where I get filler and stuff. But like, we've come a long way. But I started getting fillers when I was about 21 in 2017, 2016. I had just went through a breakup and... I had taken on the role of being a YouTuber, a twin, a daughter, a sister, a girlfriend. And for the first time in my young adult life, I was just Nikki. And that's when I really looked inward. I had just gotten back from being on tour. I had really learned a lot about myself. I realized I was bisexual. And I realized I looked cute, but I didn't want to look cute. I wanted to look... This is gonna sound—I don't know. Why do I mind my judging myself? I don't know, but I wanted to look a little bit more masculine, and I felt like I had the curves, I had the cute little face, and I wanted to—I didn't feel like I looked on the outside how I felt on the inside, and all the girls in 2016 wanted Kylie Jenner lips, and I wanted cheekbones, and I wanted a sharp jaw and cheekbones, and I didn't want lips, and I wanted. I mean, this is where like the body dysmorphia came in, but I wanted to be really skinny and look not like I naturally am. And it was like body and face dysmorphia all at the same time. It started off healthy and then I did fall down a slippery slope, but I don't think it was due to fillers. I think the fillers have been something that make me feel me and make me feel like Nikki, who I really am. And I will, I've, I'm glad I did it. I think how I, liking my face makes me not care so much about my body. I think it's helped me, but I think during that era where I was looking inward and trying to figure out who Nikki was, I think I maybe took it a little too far and I got really skinny, Um, but outside of that, I wanted cheekbones and I started dressing a different type of way and wearing bomber jackets. I remember this. And skinny jeans and And ironically, you were doing that series called The Truth About during that time period and I remember I opened up to you on on our episode of The Truth about how I wanted to change my face because I wanted to look more feminine and I wanted big lips to have a, like a stencil to put lipstick on because my lips were so thin naturally that I couldn't like wear lipstick like I've seen people wear. And, you know, it's it's interesting how you and I kind of were driven towards the fact that we just wanted to pick and choose how we looked. And, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing that we can do that. And, you know, very fortunate that we were able to afford to do that at such a young age. But I'm going to speak on behalf of the negative side of that is that I had made changes to my face that I can't reverse surgically because I was young and I had tangible money and I didn't think about it. So there is a bad side to cosmetic procedures. Mm-hmm. I th- There's just so many opinion like there's good there's bad there's so many different stories there's like stories like what I talked about where it helped my confidence but then there's stories like yours where there is social media and I think it's good that our whole generation is so connected and we're so woke on so many important things but I also think it's a very vain culture and we're all taking selfies and we're all posting the way celebrities are but celebrities have access to all these things and we're comparing ourselves to celebrities so my question is, when did you like, change your mindset from doing one thing you've been insecure about to then going under the knife and changing things? Is it because of celebrity influence? It, did you feel like you were held to a standard because you were online? Did you like a celebrity's face? And you're like, that looks good. I should get that. Where did it go wrong? Because I think we had good intentions when we started doing things. So- You know, I've always wanted lips. I've always wanted something to put lipstick on and lip liner. Um, But the nose, I've always wanted a nose job since I was like 12. I I can vouch. Gabby said, I want a nose job. I want new lips. Like her whole life. I can't relate. I have literally used to be like, a nose? Who cares about a nose? It's just... Nikki's nose was always better than mine. Okay, we're twins and... Our DNA test may say identical, but Nikki's nose was always smaller than mine. So you were jealous of my nose? Yeah. What and honestly, fuck? I'm not going to lie. I Because after my nose job, a lot of people were like, oh, you look more like Nikki now. It's funny because when I was at my consult with, dr bloom i was like oh i i love my twin sister's nose it's a little more narrow than mine and did like, you I, show a photo i did i showed a few photos like i showed celebrity noses i showed your nose because i went i showed yours for restaurant for reference because i wanted to show that i wanted it to still be natural looking do you remember what you always used to say growing up about your future boob job oh <laughs> i would bring nikki in the room and i like, would have to show my boobs but I'm not getting a boob job and you guys can hold me to that. I literally can't like my with her autoimmune, my diseases, autoimmune stuff. That's yeah. just a setup for uh, silicone toxicity. Or I don't need a boob called. job on I my, on my period. I go up like two cup sizes. It's insane. Breast implant illness. I'm scared of that and I will never do that. Well, Gabby, I, if you ever wanted me to, I would volunteer <laughs> <with you. laughs> share, share some boob with me. I'm sure we could. We're probably like the same blood type and stuff. It's weird how like we are identical twins, but like really like we our teeth grew in the same way. It's really weird. We hate the same foods. We say things at the same time. We have like literally weird things. But the one thing that's really weird, is I always had boobs. I was and was so flat. She, I just don't understand. <laughs> I don't. So, you know, if my boobs mysteriously get bigger in the next 10 years, you know, it's because Nikki donated some boob to me. Have I stand by the nose job. I stand by the lip filler. I don't have lip filler right now. I talk about the threads that I get done in my lips. I kind of like veered off from filler for a while because of the immune system stuff. Uh, Overall, my doctor just says it's not the best to have just random like substance floating around your dermal layer. Your body will be fighting it off. So I've laid off of that. But there was a series of surgeries that I got and I feel bad because I talked down upon those surgeries on my channel multiple times. The doctor even like unfollowed me on Instagram. I feel bad. You didn't it, like it and you spent so much money. I know. And it's not that I didn't like it. I just, I felt like I wasn't forewarned about how long the swelling would be post all that surgery. My face was literally so swollen. My job's in front of the camera. My face was so swollen for a whole year. I did not like filming myself. It really messed with my mental health after my, you get a psych eval before you go under the knife. And I, I was fine. Like I did stand by the surgeries I wanted, but it was too much all at once. And I remember showing up for my consultation the day of, and he was like, like you eh, may need to add a little bit of this. So he, I think I got like four or five procedures done the same day. So it was just a lot, and I do think he did a wonderful job. Now that everything swelled down, I think it looks great. But that for a year, I was really, really down. My mental health really plummeted from the recovery process, and not to mention. My body was battling a high fever for an entire week because it was so much trauma on the body, so much surgery at once. And I. that's when I told myself, I probably will never go under the knife again. I heard you were doing it, and I know how you are. There's When Gabby's, her mind's set on something, there's no talking her out of it. Stubborn Taurus. Yeah, and I just knew, I. you had, I remember I tried getting you to not overdo the lips. At one point, it looked good, and then you kept going. And I tried telling you years ago, and it made you hate me, so... I rather you. at the time you were young and just like I'm gonna do what I want. Uh, my sisters know it all, uh, so I laid off. And when that happened, oh my god, it did genuinely kind of break my heart a little bit because, like, when we have kids one day, like I want them to know we're twins. I didn't want you to look too different. That same year, you that same time, you got your nose, your your facelift, like everything, and I was like, what? thank God we still look like twins. I'm really happy about that. But there was a time where like, I think I cried about it a little bit. I was like, and I remember when you got back from surgery, I felt so bad seeing you like with bandages all over your face and like a head cast. I'm like, she hates herself that much. It killed me. It was like, it made me sad. Can I open up about something that like I didn't realize back then? It's not that like, are you going to cry? Yeah. It was really sad it's not, I didn't hate myself, but I don't think I was surrounded with the right influence. Like I felt like I was looking for validation. I say this in every episode in other pla- but in other places. And I feel like it took 2021 to actually love myself. Like, I really don't think I love myself until 2021. I think I absolutely hated myself. Like 2019, 2020, um, I was going through a lot of stuff with certain people that made me feel like I wasn't good enough. Like I was getting compared to like, like porn stars and MILFs. And I don't think it's, I understand what you're trying to say, but I think like our environment and our jobs doesn't make it easier. But I think, I think at the end of the day, we, me and Gabby growing up didn't feel pretty. And... I'm surprised I have my natural hair color and skin color right now because I think growing up, we felt really like not attractive because we were the only pale girls with dark hair all over our legs and arms and dark hair on our head and bowl haircuts and under eye circles, no lips, thick. I was a thick little kid. I We did not feel attractive. And all of our like friends, we went to private school and Catholic school. They were blonde and brunette with tan skin and no hair on their legs and pretty and cute. And me and Gabby just felt so like, I hate to use this word, but I literally heard the word ogre in my head, like about me as a kid. And like, I was told you have mom, your hips are the size of my mom's and you're my age. We're only 10. You have like hips, the size of my mom's. And, Got called gargoyles and witches and hairy that. by boys in our class, and I think that like we fell into this dream job, and we had fun being girly with makeup and fashion. But I think we hear we heard those things. It's it's like the syndrome where someone loses like fifty pounds and they still see themselves as when they were bigger, no matter how hot they get. It's like that shit goes so deep in you. And I think that I had to really like look at myself in the mirror and say, you're attractive, Nikki. You're okay. You're like like I had to literally look at myself in the mirror and say, people want black hair now. People want to be pale with dark hair. You're okay. It's cute. It's normal. It's hot. And I think I bleached the shit out of my head for so long because I wanted to to not feel the way I felt as a kid at school. I hated my hair color. This is my natural hair color. This is my natural skin tone. I hated it. And you know what's really weird? Do you remember, I'm going to ask if this unlocks a memory, because this kind of made me kind of feel weird when we were little. Do you remember in kindergarten when we all had to set, like go in groups according to our hair color? Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the black haired group who was in it? It was you, me, and then some kidney. A kid, kidney, yes, just a boy. With three of us, and then there was like twenty blonde kids, twenty brunette kids. They were all tan, and they all like looked cute. And then there was me, you, and this kid, and we were like in a corner. Like, I hate myself. I don't know why that bothered me so much, but it really did. I, we were just learning about colors in kindergarten, and like about our peers. Yeah, we stood in like groups of eye color brown, hair color black, and then yeah. brown hair and blonde hair. I do remember that. And I remember, like, I think it was like kindergarten or first grade, I was like, I don't like my hair color. And Shame. I say that now as I really need to get my roots done. But, you know, I, I need to let my hair recover a little bit. It's so crazy, like, how we... you. I was wondering if you remembered that. Because to this I day, I, I think about it all the time. And it, I don't know why it bothered me. I think, like, there's more to cosmetic procedures. I think sometimes... You you always see somebody that looks fine the way they were and then you see them after getting too many procedures done and you're like why did they do that to their face? It's not that it's the Hollywood pipeline. It's that this person probably had childhood wounds and maybe they're happy with how they look now because maybe they did fix something that haunted them every day. It it'd be great to, you know, help people see themselves and their beauty for what it is, but I'm guilty of saying like I've, I feel better for doing some things to my face, you know? Yeah, like I definitely feel like changing, like altering how you look if it makes you insecure. I think that's a, an amazing thing someone could do for themselves because it, it does make you feel really, really good when you've wanted it for so long. Keeping this hair color has been really hard, but I'm, I'm making, I made it a point this year, like don't touch your hair, don't self-destruct, you are fine. We say that as my hair is dead. I would like to personally see you not spray tan. I haven't spray tanned since before Halloween. Do you go in the beds? I mean, all year I've been going in the tanning beds. Okay, well, I mean, I go during winter because it's wintertime here. I it's horrible. Boobini. I When I don't go in tanning beds, I start breaking out on my back and my chest. Well, I personally think that um, our natural skin's really pretty. And like, I'll admit, I do spray tans before like performances or photo shoots because I think it contours parts of your body and it looks really flattering. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we have a really, really pretty natural skin tone. Yeah. And I would love to see like the Gabby from high school that was really like pale with dark features, like dark eyes, dark eyebrows, dark eyelashes. You don't need to have dark hair, but I would really love to see the contrast between your eyes and your eyebrows and your skin. Yeah, I thought you noticed I stopped spray tanning. It's not as dark, but I, you definitely look tan. Do you still see yourself as who you were before all the procedures, or do you see yourself as who you are now? I honestly see myself different because back then, when I looked the way I did, I was going through so much. I had no backbone. I didn't stand up for what I believed in. I like was pushed around a lot. So I kind of take my makeover as like a, this is the Gabby Di Martino I've always wanted to be. This is the Gabby Di Martino with the head I've always wanted. Like, so I honestly, I do see them as two different people. And I just, I don't look down at who I was, but I look back at her when I look at old footage, like on remake girls and stuff. I'm like, I feel bad for her. Like I wasn't happy at home. I wasn't happy in my relationship and I wasn't happy at school. I was going through so much in high school and I never like stopped to acknowledge it. I feel like sometimes I still see who I was. Cause I think I look, you know, I've done less than you. And I think some days where I don't wear makeup and I've had like three lazy days in a row where I haven't styled my hair or done my brows. I look in the mirror and I like get really sad, really sad. Like I hate myself. Mm. And I think, I don't know what happened growing up, but we did not like ourselves when we were younger. And I think like Sometimes this is going to sound weird, but when I have a, a different hair color, hair has always been how I take it all out. But when I have a different hair color and I look in the mirror that makeup on, I'm still Nikki, Nick, like Nikki DeMar, who I am now. But I think when I like having this natural hair color has, always, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to keep changing my hair because of my childhood shit. I'm I'm growing. I'm getting past that. But I have days where I look in the mirror and I'm like, I see the Nikki that stayed home depressed from school. I still look the same, I think. So when I don't wear makeup, I, it's so weird you're talking about that. I was just talking to my friend this week about uh, the switching the schools in seventh grade and about how you, in particular, like went through so much mentally. So for you to say you still look in the mirror and you see that, that makes me so sad. Especially like not to bring in like body stuff, but around that time of the month, like. I fluctuate so crazy between 10 pounds all year. I'm constantly dropping, going up, down, up, down. And I think when I'm going up and I look in the mirror and I'm look, and I'm really filling out, I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm reversing. I'm going back to who I was and I panic. I don't know why it's like that. It's a self-love thing. I feel like there's been a lot of opportunity to self-hate in the stuff that we've gone through. Like where, where are the moments we could be like that self-love? I feel like we can create those moments now that we can recognize there's a lot of self-hate I'm just going tired on. of being like the victim. Like I, you can't help what you go through and people have gone through worse things and they're so much more confident and they're so much more like, I don't give a fuck. Like where the hell is that energy? And I just would love, I would love that we every were day. Very su- we were very submissive growing up. Yeah. We were like middle kids, twins, blended together. Pushed around very easily. Yeah, but we were, we were those kids that were, like, overly nice growing up where it's, like, our voices would get high when we'd open presents and, like, if someone was trying to, like, make us happy, even if we weren't, we'd be like, yeah, thank you, yeah, love you. Like, we we were, like, people pleasers and now I feel like we're almost, like, we have this podcast and we're like, fuck you <laughs> But I feel like after all those years of being like that, I think... It makes us be the victim and I don't want to be the victim anymore. Like, I want to be like confident and in control and like, fuck that. Like, so what? I look like my old self. I don't act or feel like my old self. So like, I wish it didn't have to be so surface, like so surface level. Like, I don't know why we need to see the physical difference, but for some reason we do. Is there ever a celebrity influence with like how you look? Did you ever compare yourself and been like, oh, I want to do this because this person did this? There was never like, I know at the time everyone wanted to be Kylie Jenner and everyone wanted the lips, but I wanted like the opposite. I wanted like, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, like I wanted, you wanted like the Miley Cyrus cheekbone. If anything, maybe Miley, uh, but I never like whipped out someone and was like, I want this done. I just knew in my heart, like I saw in my head how adult Nikki was going to look And I think it came from religiously watching America's Next Top Model, which I'm rewatching right now. And I still love the way they all looked. I I still love it. It's I guess just what I like. And I remember I had no cheekbones at all. And I I think the reason I wanted cheekbones because I had none like eyes, my eyes end here it would drop straight down. There was no like no contour. So I remember when contouring became a thing. I had You're my, like, oh my god, give me cheekbones. I had my little Kat Von D contour palette, and I would. It almost looked like a line of mud. Oh my god! I, I think all of us can <laughs> say we've had the line line of mud. I was like I didn't have a cheekbone, so I was gonna draw it on, and in bad was- overhead college lighting, it looked like. No cheekbone on a line. In 2017, makeup. everyone took highlighting to a whole other level. They were like fairies on their nose. Like <laughs> the cheekbones, the blingy chokers, and then the lines. The drawing the cheekbones on. And, and I honestly, I, I was one of them. I think now when I get work done, it's because I'm so tired of upkeeping maintenance with myself. I just want to look how I look with makeup on every day. I'm tired of makeup. I want to like... Except the one thing I'll never do is fill my under eyes because I don't want to look puffy around here. I weirdly do like the sultry, sleepy bedroom eyes that I have. So I will never fill here or get Botox here. Like I like my lines here. I like my expressive eyes. But um, I would love to make my lips look like this without makeup, without filling it because I don't want puffy. I've I've seen like lip tattoo... People get it done. Lip tattoo. No, I tried. It peeled off in like a week. It peeled off. Literally. I tried. I tried lip tattoo like I've before been, I went to Bermuda in 2019. I am sick of like hanging in my house with lip liner on because it's like if I want to post a story or something, I want my lips looking like this all the Literally. time. Lip lift. I'm scared. I don't. I won't go. I won't cut my face. No. No, like with threads. You don't cut your face with threads. But I, I. Oh my God. I sound horrible on this podcast. Go do this. No. The The point of this isn't like, oh, if you don't like it, go fix it. If it's something like you've been really, really wanting for a long time, then like, yeah. And if it's going to save you like five steps from makeup, like, and you really don't want to like do that same thing over and over and over and over again, then yeah, it's like it's beneficial to do that. But you don't have to do anything. And just because... Like models on Instagram and t- now TikTok. Well, let's talk about TikTok. There's moving video now. You can't just Photoshop your face. So um, there's moving video now. There's people you look at for reference, and it's like, well, fuck, I can't get away with Photoshop. I have to look like a moving Photoshop on TikTok. You don't have. have you don't to, have to. But I'm just saying you don't have to be sucked into thinking you need that big lip. Pal- but you know when what's you don't really weird? I used to think I I was falling down this hole on TikTok of this girl who like on new year's she was saying i went from working at starbucks being broke to traveling the world and working for big brands and being an influencer all because of tiktok and she was stunning like beautiful and you saw her glow up in the little montage she made i'm like i need to see the secrets here so we went to her page i'm like what does she do how she do her makeup when she get done she's beautiful and I found myself like trying to figure it out. And I'm like, this is toxic. This is toxic. <laughs> I think that I'm gonna have success because I get hot. No, absolutely not. That's so toxic. But I was like, I remember like being in the shower crying and you know you know who came in and was like, um, Nikki, like what's wrong? And I'm like, how are people this hot naturally? What? I don't get it. Like, why can't I just like look hot all the time? Why do I have to put on makeup to be hot? And I was so upset about it. And I was like, what can I get done to my face? And this person was like, Nikki, like, stop, stop. Like, you're hot. It's just like, there's different people have different appeals. And maybe I'm maybe I'm not going to find my people from being surface level hot. Maybe I'm going to find my people being me and it's going to make them love themselves and and people on my for you page that I actually sit through their tiktoks sometimes I see a girl that's unattainable and I'm like I'm not in the capacity for this today and I skip past it and when it when it has like a million likes I'm like I I literally tell myself I'm having a low self-esteem day skip and I'll see someone that's more like me on my for you page or someone that's really cool with cool hair or a cool like interior designed bedroom and I sit and I watch because it's It's my for you page isn't that. So why would I try to make myself something that I wouldn't sit through? So sometimes like it can be the reverse effect. We don't have to look. We don't have to look a certain way on TikTok because it's video. Maybe that's why TikTok is a thing. People are refreshed for seeing real. And that's what I had to like snap myself back into thinking but I, had, I haven't had a day like that in so long. But that day, oh my God, it was I'm hitting hard. I'm sorry you hard. went through that. That makes me really sad. It's But it happens. I'm sure many people have had days like that. And then they have other days where they're empowered. But those days where you're like maybe on your period and bloating and you are breaking out and you don't feel hot and you haven't worn makeup for a week. And you're looking at this hot girl that's going viral on Instagram. I mean, on TikTok. And you're like, I hate myself. That is horrible. That's the dark side of the internet. It, like I feel like it all. This all goes back to self love. Like it, like I feel like we we weren't exactly encouraged to love ourselves physically. I feel like what that's what health her. class should have been in middle school. Not. Oh my god. Not <laughs> we should have sh- made that a chapter too. Like. At this point, I think the mental health is so bad in people in their early twenties because that's when you have way too many realizations. Like your whole world was fake growing up. You realize all the classes you took were a waste. You're in debt. You're out of college. You have to get work, and you have poor mental health. And you have nowhere. You have no idea where to start because the the way everything is set up, it does not set you up right. It doesn't. I. How did we learn? We learned all of our business stuff and like finance stuff through a business manager. But we're lucky enough to say we have a business. business Business manager where do people who don't have these resources where do they learn all this stuff Their parents? or if they don't have parents that want to help set them up like there are parents out there that want you to rely on them your whole life because they don't they want to feel needed forever or there's parents who aren't educated and and they genuinely don't know how to help you and you want to make the change in your family, but you don't know how to, because I mean, at the end of the day, I know this is like an episode about cosmetic procedures, but I also think you have to also stop and tell yourself I'm a consumer and this is being put in front of my face. They want my money. They want my stupidity and my ignorance. Like you need to like get ahead of it and like really wake up. Like we are a number and you can be an educated number and make a difference. But like, Everything is about money, the whole world. Speaking of all this deep shit, we're talking about ways we wish we could redo growing up and the knowledge we could have been given and the self-love we could have been taught. How do you think you'd raise your future daughter? If you had a daughter that didn't like this or this about their face or about themselves, what would you say to them? I would say, well, I'd first ask, what don't you like about yourself? And why? And, and why? And then I would say, well, I would watch how it's affecting them. I would study the behavior behind their insecurity, and see how it affects their everyday. And if, if they wanted, if they truly, truly, really wanted to change something that was affecting their everyday and their emotional well being, a hundred percent, I would stand by it, a hundred percent. That's a good answer. Yeah. I think, like for me, just because I know. Um, how I felt on the inside didn't match on the outside. And I definitely think it played into my sexuality. I still think that's something I'm constantly playing into with maybe my hair length. Maybe I want to cut my hair. I don't know. Um, All I know is I love what I've done with my look. I feel a lot more confident. And I feel like Nikki. And I feel like it pushed me into being more myself. And I know that if I had a daughter who was maybe struggling with the same thing... um, I, wouldn't, I, I would definitely have an age limit. I, I def- definitely think you go through so many phases when you're figuring out who you are growing up. And I would let them have time to figure that out. I would let them have time. I wouldn't put a restriction. I would say, give it more time. Give it till you're like maybe 20 and over. Even 18, I think, is young. It's like, you're still college, figuring it out. But when you're that double digit, big old 20, you know by that point, you have a hint of what would start to make you feel good. And my dream as a parent would be my kid to love the shit out of themselves and feel hot no matter what, no matter what size, no matter what their face looks mm-hmm. like. Because I never was able to to channel that. But I also don't want to make a, a cocky motherfucker. <laughs> I want to I want to like make like a kid that's so confident and makes like a difference and like inspires other people around them. But also, I feel like every parent wants that for their kids. It's just a hard society we grow up in with the media. They can love themselves at home and then go to school and hate themselves because the boys at school, or they could love themselves until their they open Instagram. experiences are what molds them. Yeah, so, so you can't even like put an expectation on how they're gonna f- how they're gonna feel. All anyone can do, I feel like, as a parent, is encourage what'll make them happy if, it, if, it, if it's healthy. Also, I noticed something like in a relationship, when you don't feel hot in a relationship, you're confi- like, your confidence is kind of down. But if you're with a partner that makes you feel seen and sexy no matter what, then you feel hot and you lit- you literally live that and you are that while you're like fluctuating, not feeling your best. You still always feel your best. I have a theory that if you feel special and seen at home, Growing up, maybe that can prevent future like lack of low self, like future low self esteem, like, bad relationships. Yeah, I just think that maybe we fell into the middle child. Oh, they have each other. We they feel special with That's each other. That's what they would always say. You guys have each other. Whenever we'd say we felt like Alex and Anthony would get like, we we're, were the favorite. Like, well, you guys have each other. They're not a twin. I think, and we sh- we're not like developed individuals. I didn't know how to make you feel special. You didn't know how to make me feel special, but we did have each other, which was great. But I think, like, maybe if we felt, like, very special growing up, maybe we would, I don't know. But see, I hate to put, I'm not trying to blame anyone because it's ultimately on us. We're adults. It's on us to figure out. But, like, I'm trying to figure out because we both have the same, like, low self-esteem and we've taken it out on our physical changes and I'm just trying to figure out how we can stop that cycle when we grow up one day and have kids and it's like is it the media was it being the middle kids was it schoolmates like what was it we honestly could go on and on and look back and dig but the best we can do now is be there for our inner child and try as best as we can to heal that before that's an inside serious joke serious life commitment on this channel that's an inside joke like when is nikki and gabby not talking about their inner children Be- everyone should talk about their inner child every day it's how you get to the root of all of your problems all of them and we're all wounded babies walking around literally dressed the only up. thing that changed is the the date the year and your features and how you look and your brain grows and changes but based off of your experiences but at the end of the day you're still the same person in here yeah so saying your your inner child is like saying yourself just you're based off of your experiences. But guys, that's it for this episode. We have so much reflection going on in the next few episodes. Listen to us on Spotify. If you um, guys are coming from Spotify, check out the visuals so you guys can like see the real moments, the and real emotion. How different we look if you haven't seen us in a few years. That <laughs> <laughs> joke. Um, um but yeah, be sure to subscribe and press the bell. We are also doing normal Nikki and Gabby videos mixed with the podcast. So mm-hmm. we're giving you guys the deep Tea spilling, connecting content while also doing our Nikki and Gabby normal videos because we miss them a little bit. And that's it for this episode, guys. We love you. We love you. And we'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.